Hello! Welcome to the newest episode of Stern Chats. It's your host, Haley Wilcox. And I'm Karak Khan. We had the pleasure of speaking with Kelly Miller today. She is the president of Stern Adventures, involved in the Management Consulting Association, and likes to recharge at home with her cat, Rue. Today, we speak to Kelly about navigating MBA life as an introvert. And with that, let's jump in. Hi, Kelly. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing? Hey, doing good. How are you? Get super excited for this episode. I know Q is too. To start us off, we'd love to know a little bit about yourself. What did you do before Stern? And also, where are you going post-graduation? Yeah. Well, before Stern, I was at Stern. I was actually working in one of the research centers here. I was at NYU for six years before coming to business school, always kind of working with researchers and MBAs and got really inspired by different projects I saw people working on decided to come back to school. And after, I'll be going to BCG. So pretty big pivot going from higher education to consulting. Looking forward to it. I think it mimics the team environment that we see at Stern all of the time. That's so cool. And you were there this summer going back. Are you in the New York office? In the New York office, which is to say in my office in my apartment because I'm only going in like half time. So we'll see what it's like when I'm back full time. So Kelly, you said you're going to be working from home. Where do you live? And what does that mean? Do you live alone? You got any roommates? <laughs> I live in Bushwick uh, with my boyfriend, Kevin, and my cat, Rue. She has been the star of the show on uh, different Zoom classes. Always has to have her tail in front of the camera. So that's been fun. And how do you feel about going into a hybrid work environment where we went from Zoom school to hybrid school to full-time school to now hybrid work? Um, for me, it's the right balance. I think I'm really looking forward to being able to see people in person a couple of days a week, but also not doing like a crazy long commute or being in the open office space 100% of the time. I feel like we've, we've kind of struck a balance this year, right? Like last year, we were totally on Zoom. Well, I thought it was great. Definitely didn't have the same connections with people and the same bonds forming. And then going back into classes this year, you just get to see people in class in the hallways before, during lunch. Um, and it, it's really changed how I felt about Stern in the second year. Yeah. How would you describe yourself as a person? Like, are you for example, an ENFP, so like introvert, extrovert, those Dolly Chung things, or do you feel like you're a Gemini? <laughs> so I took the MBTI back in undergrad and I was an INFJ then. And then I took it again with Dolly recently. And I know the middle two switched, but the I was about as far to the I as it could possibly get. Like super strong introvert, very much a Virgo, big fan of like lists and planning and being organized. I think for me, being an introvert isn't so much that like I don't like people. Like I really love like my friends, but I tend to have a smaller group of friends with really deep connections. And I really like having deep conversations with people. I find the like beer blast a little bit overwhelming when it's that wall of noise. And so I have to go home after and re-energize a little bit by being alone before then I go out. Yeah, it's like quality over quantity for sure. And I feel that too. Like sometimes you can just be skimming the surface in this program um, with small talk and having depth can really bring you either like that recharge or that connection to a classmate. You say you shift very much towards the left for being an introvert. Would you say you found other journeys who are kind of there with you? Have you seen a range of personalities? And also in this like networking environment, how do you recharge? I actually think one of the coolest things about doing the MBTI in Dolly's class was then seeing like what group of people are quote unquote tech, like exactly the same, but, but not actually the same. 
But you go into business school and you just kind of assume everyone's an extrovert because there is all the networking, everyone's doing the coffee chats, um, and everyone's doing a million and one activities. I have found there are like quite a few introverts, and it's great because you find that community of people who understand you. And even more than that, there are extroverts who say, wow, I have a ton of introvert friends. I know exactly how to respect your boundaries and make sure that you're comfortable and make sure that you're having a good time at these same events. For recharging, it doesn't even have to be being alone, but there's a lot of times I'll go on a walk with someone from Stern. We'll just go walk around Washington Square Park a little bit. And that one-on-one time, rather than being in like a huge group, um, is such like a breath, like breath of fresh air for me. And it, it's something that then allows me to go into whatever the next activity is, because there's always a next activity, like way more energized and excited to take it on. Yeah, I love what you said in terms of being overwhelmed by that sound of noise at Fear Blast and that pressure to do these activities. I'm someone who's the opposite of you. So I'm fully on that E and I like want to do everything all the time with the most amount of people. But you know, I also need that recharge time coming into Fear Blast. And I definitely enjoy kind of that smaller intimate circle as well. So I think it's interesting because there are so many similarities. And I think there's a stereotype as introverts being these people who live in Bushwick and are cat people. But there's so much more that's going on. And I know so many extroverts that have cats. I like cats and I'm an extrovert. So do you think there's certain stereotypes that are tied to your personality you don't totally agree with? Yeah, I, I think the idea of like an introvert is always that we're like quiet 100% of the time. And I think it's maybe true in the beginning, like because when I meet someone new, it does take like a little bit more for me to like put myself out there. But then I would say I have quite a few friends who would tell me I needed to shut up some of the time. So like once I get on a roll, I'll definitely like get excited. The other misconception about introverts is that like because you're so comfortable being by yourself, you're not going to try. And I haven't found that to be true with myself or with any of the other introverts I've met at Stern. I feel like everyone who elects to do this MBA program comes into it knowing that the value is the people. And that's who you're going to learn from. It's who you're going to stay connected with going forward. And so there's always the push to make more friends. And once you get past like a certain point where for me, it was overwhelming a little bit in the beginning because we were coming straight out of the pandemic. So I'd gone from my boyfriend, my cat and myself, you know, 100% of the time to this huge group of like new potential friends. It definitely took a readjustment period. But then I think since then, I've always been excited to like go out and do events, especially if the group is under 20. I love that's a sweet spot. I love what you said too, of like that shock of being in the deep pandemic into slowly getting out and getting to know people. And you mentioned earlier what it was like MBA one when we were hybrid, mostly on Zoom and ten, second year now we're fully in person. Could you kind of like compare the two years Pretty much night and day, but I I also think that too I can't like say it was all Zoom. You know, being in Brooklyn, there was, and being an introvert, like I didn't necessarily put myself out there like a hundred percent the first year. It was so easy to be comfortable at home in my pajamas and then like go to one or two events and be like, oh wow, I was social this week. I don't have to do it again. Um, versus when you when you're in person and you get to have those like micro moments with people in the hallway or then going to more of the in-person events where you're kind of getting out of that academic bubble and being able to say like, these are my values. This is how I express them. Um, or even traveling with Sternies, which like has been my absolute favorite part of the Stern experience so far. It, it's really changed the tone of the experience for me quite a bit. Yeah. And I feel like too, the traveling part is like when you really get to know somebody, like for example, if you're dating somebody, like, are you guys going to sink or swim. And so Sterney's like, are you going to sink or swim in your friendship too? Would you say like too, looking at the past years, like how have you changed? Are there any parts of your personality that you feel like you're coming out with 
either a new perspective or like a new realization about yourself? Well, to take like two steps back. So even before the pandemic, I was in a role where I was a part of a very small team. So I was the only full-time person on my team. And then I was working with four professors where the department we were working in was just like a piece of their day. So I'd say I had like minimal human interaction there, at least face-to-face. I had like lots of phone calls, obviously. And then we went into the pandemic and then I came to school. So I had spent like three years living my best introvert life. And so I think what I've learned from Stern is the ability to swing back the other way and like reclaim that like social outgoing portion of who I know I can be. And so that's been a really good experience. I think for me, you know, you, you hear all the time that you're in your bubble and you don't really realize it until you're in a classroom. Like I could always think about LIO specifically. And then there was a case right in the beginning where you had a perspective on whether something was right or wrong and hearing people just have different value sets and explain why it was such an eye opener with all these like people who I think are, you know, good people, but have very different values or perspectives. Um, so they've been being able to take that in and then apply it while getting to know people through the rest of the semester is definitely something I'll carry forward. So there's a whole new round of people coming in, whether it's the full-time MBA, Langones, tech MBAs, and some of these people have kind of acclimated post-COVID into maybe a hybrid world, or maybe they're still virtual, a little bit more of normalcy. What advice do you have for introverts coming to business school and how to thrive as an introvert? Plan your own events, like choose things that you think you'll be excited about. So for me, that was like, let's do a picnic in a park. Let's go for a walk. Let's go on a hike. I was the president of Stern Adventures. And that was a huge piece of my experience at Stern because I got to take all these great new classmates to places that I absolutely loved in the New York area. We did a lot of hiking in the Hudson Valley. And by being able to set the context for myself and then bring people into it, it it just made me so much more comfortable. And then I was excited to talk with people. So I think if you're coming in and you're an introvert, like choose, choose your context. Like you're choosing to be at Stern. You don't have to choose to be at Beer Blast if that's not what you want. You can, but you can also choose to be at Stern on the High Line doing a walk with three people while you get to know them. Yeah, I think that's really fair. And I think one thing you touched on was the networking piece. And maybe a second, going back to your post-Stern life, you're going to BCG. To get there, you had to go through the fun, depressing, emotional <laughs> roller coaster of consulting recruiting. Can you tell us what that was like when you're balancing coming into school and also trying to network and put on a smile for you know these top firms that recruit at Stern? I feel like my hands were clammy for like three months straight, just from like nerves. Um, it was, it was a lot. Uh, I do think, you know, our year benefited a bit from being able to do it on zoom. So I could at the end of a coffee chat, shut my laptop and like go for a walk immediately and just kind of decompress. Um, but at the same time, like for me being an introvert is having issues with really large crowds. So these coffee chats were one-on-one and I did get to really enjoy the experience of getting to know the consultants I was talking to or the people in the other industries. And since I was coming from such a radically different industry, I was so curious about what their experiences were Um, and having that curiosity. And then you connected with someone about, oh, we have a shared experience or you have a project that I'm really interested in. It made it not an energy drain, but rather something that was actually very value add. Even though at like 
once you've done like five coffee chats in a row in one day, you still really just want to go to bed. I love the idea too of like you lead with curiosity. So like leading with curiosity when you meet someone either in a coffee chat, but also a classmate who you're saying might have different values than you. Um, Would you say when you're looking ahead, what's like the biggest advice that like you'd wish you could have told yourself looking back, like in high school or applying to college? Like, is there any advice you'd say to younger Kelly? I don't know. I want to be like, say yes. It sounds so cheesy, but like it, it has been like what changes things is just like the yes and and being like, yeah, I'll go into that and I'll go to this and I'll take care of myself by doing this. Coming into it, I'm not a, like a big drinker. And so that was something like I was a little bit worried about with like on top of all the networking, it was also like the context when I pictured a stereotypical MBA before the program was always like a bar or like a cocktail event. And so I wish I'd shifted that mindset a little bit earlier. And so when I'm saying, you know, set your own context, that was something I did more the second year. So if I could have started doing that the first year um, and finding those opportunities earlier, I think that would have been really valuable. That said, I was still like pretty COVID conscious until I got the vaccine. Although once I got it, I was like, I'm invincible. So I went to everything after that. Yeah, I feel the same way too. Like there's definitely like pre-COVID, post-COVID, pre-vaccine, post-vaccine too. Like it was risky too the first year meeting people or whatnot too. So you never know how many people are willing to sit outdoors in 20 degree weather (laughs) until you join an MBA during a global pandemic. Yeah, I I think the one time I was like, oh, okay, like maybe I'll just like go into this like indoor space just this one time. It was like two days before I was supposed to go down to the Dominican Republic and the day before I went to like uh, to a Valentine's Day event with a bunch of people. And then one day later, I got a text being like, sorry, I had COVID. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll just like postpone my vacation for a little bit. That's fine. Touching on to that. So there are a lot of large events or, you know, there's the Breck ski trip where, you know, you get, you're getting to do what you love. You're the president of adventures. I know you went to the Galapagos, a trip I was supposed to join, but COVID ruined that as well. Um, So what has been kind of your top two favorite Stern events that you think are the most memorable? And in five years, you'll look back and be like, wow, that was so fun. You mentioned the Galapagos and that that for me is like absolute number one. It was so cool. Um, We have Hannah Rose in our class who's just like an excellent, excellent like travel planner. And so she had organized this experience where we first went to the Amazon and we stayed at Napa Wildlife Center, um, which is run by the community. And so it was the center where every single person working there and also like earning the profits from it was a member of the local community. And we got to see how they reinvested that in school and education. And then also just like the animal side of it, like birding at 5am in the morning with sternies. And then we went to the Galapagos after, which was a larger group. um, And also an incredible experience of, of getting to know people where I had bumped into them in classrooms quite a bit, but I didn't know everyone super well. And I think when you spend seven days on a small boat with people, you can't help but get to know them very well. Top two, I have really liked the masquerade ball we just had like two nights ago. <laughs> that was incredible. I was just spinning in a circle on the dance floor at one moment, being like taking it all in. It was like, look at us. Like we have bounced back. We have a huge group of people who have come out. And um, we were all kind of, I think, high off follies as well, which was just that like incredible experience of we can laugh at like these shared moments together and then also roast each other a little bit and not take it too personally. Yeah, I, I think those two combined follies going directly into Spring Fling was one of my top experiences at Stern. 
I'm a little curious too, what is your mindset like in class? Because I know we were talking about networking, seeing people in hallways, beer blast, but like, are you, what do you feel like about like either participation grades or what's your mindset like when you're sitting in KMC 240? (laughs) Well, it's been a little bit of a teacher's pet. So I feel like my hand is kind of always up in the air. I really like like participating in class. I know people say sometimes that grades don't matter in business school, but I did come here to learn. That said, I'm not as like active in my 9am class because I've never been a particularly good morning person. I really enjoyed the classes though that allowed us to switch formats throughout the class. That was one of my big takeaways from Dolly's class is the ability to go onto the learning teams throughout the class and then come back to the group discussions. And I always felt like that that was the best of both worlds where you get to take in the academic experience of the professor, but also take in the worldviews and context that your classmates have and learn how to mesh them together. Dolly Chuck has done a great job of bringing in the complexities of our classmates into the classroom and also Nate Pettit and with LIO. Are there any other professors that you're taking their lessons with you moving forward? If you had to, again, top three, who would you go for? I, I agree with you that those are the classes I didn't have Pettit, but I, I you know, did take LIO with a different professor. Those are the classes where I've seen the most like human element brought in. And those are definitely the easiest to apply immediately because I can sit in my life and be like, oh, I remember active listening and then like practice those skills immediately. I, I did really like, I don't know if it's like a life lesson, but my favorite class was with Alain Mobel and it was about decision models and analytics. And just like that puzzle piece and thinking about supply chain. And then for me, that bled into a supply chain course right, that I'm taking right now. Those feel so relevant. Like I'll sit and listen to a podcast in the morning um, and get the morning news about like the LA ports delay and think about, okay, what's the bottleneck here? What are we not thinking about as the potential limiting factor? So those are the, the classes where I see them really applied almost immediately in a more like external facing viewpoint as opposed to LIO and managerial skills that's very like internal and you're like, how do I relate to the world rather than seeing the macroeconomic forces at play? I just took my DMA final um, today and at the end we were all talking like, what were the buzzwords we got from business school? And one of them was like ROI, scalability, scope. And then the other one was like bottleneck. <laughs> I Yeah, I love that class. I feel like I can use Solver now and it's just like the most magical tool in the world. And I always like to like whip it out. One of my boyfriends, like, I can't figure this out. I'm like, let me just see if I can plug it into Solver and figure it out. Dude, and I feel like BCG will love that. So I have a question, Kelly. When I think about an I versus an E, and I am definitely an E, how do you think introverts are different from extroverts, either with how they take in information or express themselves um, or even handle conflict? Yeah. And I can only only speak for myself here, but I'm pretty conflict avoidant. And I don't know if that's just me or part of being an introvert, but it does mean that in low stakes environments where I disagree, but like not passionately, I'm less likely to voice that disagreement just because I don't want to deal with the conflict. And I I think that can be a loss sometimes. Um, so what I really appreciate in others and then what I hope to, you know, build out for people I manage is having different forums for feedback. So if someone's an extrovert, they can just say it verbally right away. And if someone's an introvert needed time to process and wants to come back with a more detailed feedback, we can do it one-on-one or via an email. And I think going forward, just that idea that you have to give people different routes, even when you're working on the same project, because otherwise you just can't take advantage of all the skill sets or all the insights that your team can give you. 
I love that answer too, because it makes me think differently about how we express ourselves. There's so many different ways, but also how people need time to be able to really have their thoughts come through more elegantly or whatnot. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone out there who doesn't like walk away from a conversation and sometimes be like, oh man, I wish I had said like this in response. Um, but I do think that like being aware of that for introverts and extroverts then is like very helpful. And so if you're providing different feedback forums for people who are introverts, it doesn't mean that only introverts are going to be taking advantage of that. It's still helpful for like people of all personality types. Thank you so much, Kelly. I learned a lot too about like one, the complexities of just our classmates and leading with curiosity. Thank you again for being with us today. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks for having me today. I appreciate it. 